Okay, welcome to episode number nine of the Rated NA Podcast for NerdAppropriate.com. Today is actually the day before uh, Christmas Eve, yeah. but when everyone will hear this, this will be three days after Christmas. Yeah, so this is technically our holiday episode. This is our holiday time episode. To yeah. fill, fill your ear holes with holiday cheer. Yeah, so we, we have a lot of stuff to talk about today. Um, we we're going to have... Chris from Endspace in here, but he had some stuff come up, so we're just going to fill this episode with as much crap as we can think yeah, of. Yeah, I think we got plenty. We got some reviews. Uh, we actually have a super not secret to anyone that knows me item to review. Uh-oh. And uh, we also have um, news. Excellent. So, I've been shopping all day, so let's go ahead and start news. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I want to know what's been going on with you guys. Uh, I, I like to start this way. Can I, you know, butter you guys up? Kind of, you know, spread the cheek, so to speak. Just we, we're moving. Yeah. We got the house. Yes. Went and checked it out today again. Well, not checked it out. Like, went and took stuff to it. Yeah. Got the internet hooked up. We actually had a smooth uh, uh, process with Bright House. Really? Shockingly. No way. I, I scheduled an appointment for 1 to 3 today, and I just said, you know, eh, you know we're just going to drive around and do our shit, whatever we got to do. And then if they show up... Um, they show up, uh, then, uh, you know, if they call, then I'll go to the house and we'll just meet them. I'll just have the modem with me, whatever, because yeah. we're just doing the internet. And called at, like, 2.30. He's like, we're going to be out there within 30 minutes, and I, which, you know, I figured it'd be the very end of the... 3 o'clock. Period. Yeah. And I was like, all right. So we went out there. We got there at 3. He got there, like, five minutes later, hooked up the internet. I was like, all right, you're all set up. And I'm like, how's the connection out here? He's like, it's actually really good. You're really close to the to the network. And I was like, oh, awesome. He's like, all right, cool. Nice. Sweet. That's a rarity. Yeah. We're very, very lucky. So. So the new places, you're excited about it? Yeah, we've got a whole room that we're going to be, you, us, the three of us are going to be building out a little cool podcast laboratory. Uh, it's nice, you know, I'm excited to get in it and, and start living somewhere. Awesome. Very good. What yeah. about you, Scott? What are you been up to? Uh, well, just finishing up some stuff at work. I wrapped presents today. Ooh. Uh, cleaned the house for, yeah. for the parents. Um, I don't know. It's always always exciting to clean. With I got a new vacuum recently. This is something that you can Are get reviewing your vacuum. <laughs> no, but I feel does like your, does your vacuum suck well? I, yeah, my the vacuum does really, it. The vacuum really sucks, and I feel like I feel like it's okay to geek out about having a good vacuum because yeah. the, the one I had before apparently wasn't doing anything. Because the first time I used the new one, I pulled like a whole, entire dog out of the the rug in the house. Okay, so, you have mostly hardwood, right? Yeah, but the the rugs that we do have like are just fifty percent hair, and now they're one hundred percent rug again. Yeah. so that was exciting. Yeah, I can't imagine any rugs. <laughs> so, yeah, so now we're we're now a vacuum reviewing site. <laughs> what, what brand did you get out of curiosity? Is uh, it a Bissell? No, I think it was a. Is uh, it a Hoover? I think it's a Hoover. Yeah, Hoover makes good vacuums. So this is our. This will be our third uh, business behind this podcast and. Uh, World of Woodcraft. <laughs> World of Woodcraft. <laughs> World of Woodcraft. I'm telling you. It's going yeah, to catch I'm on. Totally, mm-hmm. I'm totally down. Yeah. Whittling. Uh, uh, me, I, I've been... Uh, no, I asked. Yeah. No, I want to go ahead. I, I, gonna tell, I was going to tell anyway. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I'm off for like two and a half weeks that's starting amazing. today, which is insane. Uh, when I go back, lots of big changes at work, but very excited to have free time. Uh I don't really have... Unfortunately, I don't have any big games to play in this break, so I'm kind of, like, bummed. I'm playing, like, Forza right now, which is not my thing. 
How do you like it, though? Because you said you were going to play it. And uh, I was interested it, in It's good. It, ha- it has, like, what I like to call the carrot, like something to chase, you know? Oh, yeah. And the carrot is you can level up, you know, your driver, and you can level up your car. And so I've just been kind of driving. You start out with a, a Scion, I think. Isn't that what? Yeah. So, yeah, you start out with a Scion, and it's freaking horrible. And, um, and so slowly you get better cars. Right. Now I have, like, an Audi or something like that. Is there? I mean, you don't really play, but is there anything that separates it from like Grand Th- or Grand Theft, Gran Turismo? Um, it, as far as I, I think understand, it's, style, it's just driving style and licensing. Like, there's supposedly in in Forza, there's like over 400 cars or something crazy like that. Not really. I can't see myself getting too too into it because it's not really my thing. But um, as I was telling some people today, if I play another game where I am punching people right now. And, like, doing combos, I may pull my hair out. You know, I, I I think that's interesting you say that, because I, I also find myself... Like, if I play a really long game, um, like a Fable, yeah. or, you know, just like an RPG or something like that, I kind of need to get cleansed by playing something, you know, like a racing game, yeah. or, you know, some kind of DLC, you yeah, know, like yeah. a mini game or something like that. Yeah, because I just... Um, I My goal was to finish Arkham uh, before Christmas, and I was just, like, kind of plowing through it when I got home from work and stuff. And I finally beat Arkham this morning, and it was really good, but by the end of it, I was I was just like, please let this game be over. Did you, tr- did you try any of the arena? Brawls? I did. I tried. They're, they're fun. But, yeah. like, after playing Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, that style of fighting is so much more precise than I thought that, that Batman was. Mm-hmm. I thought Batman was a little bit too loose, a little bit too chaotic. And uh, Brotherhood, I think, had a really well. You're also looking at, at a first iteration of a of a title and a third iteration. Yeah, of yeah, title absolutely too. right. I think Batman, of course, is going to improve, but yeah, um, yeah. Have you you've played Batman, right? Yeah, I played on PC. And not to totally go off on a tangent, but the fucking Poison Ivy fight made me want to pull my face off. Yeah, it's kind of a pain in the ass. I'm sure you did it in your first try. But. Well, yeah, but it was one of those. <laughs> It, it, it was one of those fights that was, like, way too long. Oh, it was so long. You're like, after you do the pattern four yeah, or five yeah. times, you're like, all right, clearly I understand what to do. Yeah. Just let me pass this and go on to the next thing, you know? Uh-huh, absolutely. It's like your ability to repeat the, like, the giant boss pattern ten times yeah. should not dictate your success. And that, that's what happens in Force Unleashed as well, oh, yeah, yeah. to a certain extent. And I, I really kind of think we're to an age where the uh, boss fights with patterns, that should be over. Like, yeah. I, I hate it. It's a really old-fashioned way. It's like way a Japanese of, thing. Yeah, it's, it's like a... That was uh, War for Cybertron ended that way, too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, you, have have to, you have to memorize a boss pattern, and the only way you'll ever beat it is if you have that pattern completely memorized. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you'll just fucking die. I'd much rather them let you utilize everything you've gained along the way. Like, have a boss fight where you have to use, you know your batarangs, and your your grappling hook, and just everything, all your tools at your disposal. Like if it was a giant fist fight brawl, like with like 30 yeah. guys, and you just kind of yeah. have it like... And yeah. you kind of get that at the end, right before the Joker fight, you get like yeah. the, the battle royale for like an hour, you know? But there's always some kind of gimmicky like thing that you need to do to defeat uh-huh. those giant bosses. Yeah, like right on his back, and mm-hmm. do all that stuff. Anyway, enough about Arkham, uh, just so I kind of touch base to see how you guys are doing. Do we have news today, sir? 
I actually did not bring any news today. You didn't bring any news. The two of you guys that wrote the news, so... Why don't you start out with the news then, Scott? Because my news is... I don't know if it's very exciting, but it's, uh, it's different. Mine... We should say this is essentially the slowest, like, two weeks of video game or movies or anything. Yeah, yeah. Much at all. Yeah. But we got some We got some stuff. Yeah. I think the reviews and stuff are doing are good today, so yeah. I'll go ahead and start it off. Well, uh, the thing that I wanted to talk about was that... Um, in the span of just a couple of days, the new um, Star Wars specials came out from Family Guy and Robot Chicken. The uh, The Family Guy episode is... You can't watch it on TV. You have to either buy it from right. uh, digital or on Blu-ray or DVD or whatever. Um, the Robot Chicken aired Sunday night on Adult Swim. And uh, I don't know if you can... You should be able to stream it on AdultSwim.com. Yeah, I don't know where you can watch it afterwards, but the thing that I thought was interesting about that was what I wanted to do was just go ahead and, and pick up both of these things on, on Amazon Video On Demand. Yeah. Uh, at the time that I planned to talk about this, neither were available. Mm-hmm. Um, the Family Guy Star Wars is available now on Amazon for $15, which is kind of ridiculous because the last one was like 11 and fifteen dollars is almost the price. It's it's more than the DVD, but less than the Blu-ray. Huh. And kind of like the advantage of Amazon, or the advantage that they have had for the longest time, was that their movies were traditionally uh, cheaper than you know what you would get on DVD or Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just the fact that did the Robot Chicken air already, or it's the Robot there? Chicken aired this past Sunday? It aired this past Sunday. Yeah. It's not on their site. And the thing that really bothers me is that there's no Robot Chicken at all available on Amazon, but it's available on iTunes. Mm -hmm. And then the Family Guy Star Wars was available on iTunes day one. It's really a bummer. I've started to run across that happening um, where things are available on iTunes pretty readily and not on Amazon, which is surprising to me because usually it's like that distribution channel is like one and the same. Like it's not any different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I guess the beef is that I understand that iTunes is a giant, like, huge, largest huge. music streamer. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know, I know that they carry a lot of weight and everything, but at the same time, it's still not a super awesome option for Windows users. Or if you don't own a Apple TV, ha- there's no other way to get that content off of your computer unless you have an Apple TV, right? Uh, like the video off of your computer. I'm talking about the just the video. I mean, yeah, I mean, you could hook up your computer to the TV. Right. That's like, I think that's the... With the Amazon Video On Demand, though, you can stream it to a Roku box. Right. You can use, like... I mean, I can do it with the... That 360 Connect thing I wrote about on the site. You can actually... uh, It takes anything you download from iTunes and it makes it playable on on Xbox. How does that work? Does it... I have... Does it kind of, like... Fucking magic. I have no idea. Because maybe it does what Play On does, where it kind of, like... Streams from it's your streaming computer. from your computer. I mean, yeah. if you close your computer, things are just done. It's it streams yeah. from your computer, but but I don't know how it's working other than it's just picking the video stream up off the network. Like, I have really no idea. It could be playing it on your computer, like and then encoding it and streaming. But it's it off not the playing fly. it on a computer. Like iTunes doesn't have to be open. Oh. Nothing like that. It just finds the files and streams them without issue. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess. Not to I, break your theory, I no, mean, no, it no. still blows. Like I, I, I found like like a show that I watched a lot, uh, Good Eats on the Food Network, um, is available on Hulu, but not on Hulu Plus. And then all the seasons I can actually buy on iTunes, but nowhere else. You can't get them on Amazon, and that's a show I would totally buy on Amazon and watch because I watched it, mm-hmm. you know, weekly. And I guess that's kind of the problem with 
the state of digital video right now. This, but these things are weird. The Robot Chicken and, and the Family Guy Star Wars are like they're becoming weirdly like straight to DVD shows almost. Right. Which is odd to me because it was the first Star Wars um, Family Guy was like a huge deal. Like right. Yeah, what, yeah. I remember when it aired. Yeah. It was, well, it what they did show. with the last one and what they're doing with this one is that the episode is available to purchase at the beginning of the season or like in December and then it will be the last episode that airs at the end of the Family Guy season. So you won't actually see this episode on TV probably until June. Wow. And that's what they did with the last one. So, I mean, whatever it is, it's just kind of like... Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how much it's selling for on Amazon? Yeah, it's it's $15 on Amazon. And that's the thing. That's crazy. Because the DVD, the deluxe DVD is like... 20 at Best Buy right now. Yeah. So the kind Blu-ray of, is like 20. And the last episode of Family Guy Star Wars was like 12, 11 or 12 bucks. So it's kind of like putting you in a weird position. Yeah, because, I, yeah, I got the last one on Amazon for, yeah, like, yeah, 10 bucks, I think. Yeah. Oh, so it's yeah. kind of not, not a super cool deal anymore. And it's just not cool that, like, But Apple, I mean, I think they're going to start that idea that because it's not a physical medium, it's going to be cheaper is, is going to start fading. Oh, quick, sure. Because now they're looking at it as convenience. Right, but the thing that kind of pissed me off more than anything was just the availability of, of these things, like, from different services, and that's something that will only get better with time, but... Right. You know, what are you going to do? Ah! <laughs> uh, there it is! There we have a, a, is. a chat roulette stream open right now that is advertising... And it's been a while. We've had it open for about um, probably an hour, and this is the first boner we have. Not just a boner. There's a dude wanking it on the screen. Oh, yeah. all right. So for, we're going to hit next. For those that are interested, we're Later, simul- sir. simulcasting it, on uh, yeah, we are. We chat are. roulette. We are on chat roulette you simulcasting. Can, you can uh, somehow miraculously wow. get to our yeah. it's, it's honestly been a lot of this. Yeah. There's a lot of guys There's just this kind of dude right here. The screen. Hey, but you know what? Up? You had to get that guy credit for doing it like film no- yeah. noir. Yeah, that guy had like black, black and, and white, white filter. Slow yeah. wake. Yeah. Slow on. masturbation. Okay. Um, good so, yeah, times. Good times. The moral yeah. of the story is just just put uh, put Robot Chicken on, on Amazon Video On Demand and everyone will be happy. I'm kind of behind the times, guys. Like, I'm a huge Seth Green fan, but I never got into Robot Chicken. I Man, what happened. we went to, at the Star Wars thing, um, at the Star Wars celebration, we went to the Robot Chicken panel, mm-hmm. and they previewed this show, and it was hilarious. I mean, we were just rolling on the ground laughing. Um, uh, it just, I don't know, like... I. Robot Chicken was weird. I always laughed. Robot Chicken put Melissa to sleep every night. Like mm-hmm. every time I turned it on, she just like would go unconscious like immediately. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I ended up watching. I watch a lot of it, and I love it. I, I think it's a brilliant show. It's just uh, I don't know. I like now f- we don't have Adult Swim. It's because I don't have cable anymore. It's like, that's yeah. one channel that I don't really have a lot of access to. I, I get like I thought the I thought the first couple of seasons were good, but I. Th- I started to notice that the show was becoming, like, more blue in the comedy. Oh, yeah. And, like, after a while, you're just like, all right. And somehow, like, know. more ADD. Like, it, yeah. like it's really spastic now. Like, is it crazy, like, 30-second, like, blips of a something. I think, it, does anyone remember in Wizard Magazine something called Twisted Mego Theater? No. Does anyone remember Wizard? Like, well, do they, do they still have Wizard Magazine? Is it still yep. around? Magazines, first of all, we could have a whole episode about how <laughs> fucking magazines have all died. I was in Barnes Noble the other day, and there's sections like cut in half. It's go- is there somebody masturbating? Yeah, yeah. Oh, talking about fucking two me. 
penises. Goes, man, I don't want to see your wiener. Two penises. All right, two penises. We'll do a penis count. That'll be our fun little theme for the episode. How many wieners can we get? Um, this guy's just like looks like chemo. Oh my gosh! All right. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so Twisted Mego Theater used to be in the back of Wizard Magazine. It was really, really funny, and it was just action figures, the old action figures that kind of looked yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. yeah Ken dolls and stuff, and they would uh, do comedy bits and stuff, so that was awesome. And I think that was sort of the inspiration for Robot Chicken a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I mean, I think the writing's brilliant. The, the, the guys, like, all of the guys on the show are hilarious, and, um... I don't know, it's good, but it, the Star Wars thing looked hilarious. I haven't been able to see it now. I'm kind of bummed that I feel like I'm not going to get to see it now until... I have know. it on the DVR. Yeah. You, yeah, you get... You, get, well, you we'll, may get it for Christmas, just saying. <laughs> I don't think it's out yet. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. All right. What's uh, up, Ash? What's next? Oh, next bit of news. Um, so my bit of news is just sort of like this strange... A different way of marketing that it's Epic a Games new is doing. Yeah, Epic Games just has this idea, um, and they're kind of cross-marketing two different titles at the same time. Title one is, of course, Boldstorm, which is a new IP from People Can Fly, uh, who is owned by Epic Games. And it's a new first-person shooter that kind of reminds me a bit of uh, a little over-the-top, like, kind of uh, Unreal mixed with Duke Nukem. Very, very slapstick kind of crazy, like, your avatar can do all sorts of combos and things like that and get creative with how you kill, and their whole gimmick is kill with skill, okay? Um, And so that's brand new, and the reason why uh, Gears of War 3 got pushed in November is so they could sell more copies of Bulletstorm, okay? And they've pretty much gone on record saying that that's the case, because initially they were set to release about a month apart. Yeah, literally one month apart. Yeah, so Bulletstorm would have gotten just run over. Exactly. So now they're wanting, they want to give Bulletstorm time, but what they're also doing is if you pre-order Bulletstorm now, between now and the end of January, uh, you actually get beta access to Gears of War 3 as part of your pre-order. So yeah, when, you, yeah, when you pick up your copy of Bulletstorm, you'll get a beta code, and that beta will last until Gears launches in November. And then all your progress that you make in the Gears of War beta is, er- is erased, okay? But here's not where it ends, okay? It, it, it gets a little crazier. Um, so let's say you buy Bulletstorm, you buy Shadow Complex, you buy Gears of War 1, you buy Gears of War 2, and you buy Unreal Tournament, okay? And you play all of them. When you plug in Gears of War 3, all the achievements that you've gotten in those games, it's all scanned, okay? And it scans your achievements and then it unlocks extra crap for Gears of War 3, depending on how much you've unlocked in all of their previous games. Good lord. So I just kind of wanted to get your opinion on that, if that is, like, overkill. And then I want to get into something else that deals with Bulletstorm that I was laughing hysterically about last night. But what do you guys think about that whole cross-marketing? Is it too much? My initial thought is that whatever it unlocks, it can't be so great that it would ostracize people that are just picking up Gears of War 3. You know, if you made the game so... Like, if you made the barrier for success so high in the multiplayer that you had to have purchased, like, seven other games to do it, uh, nobody would play it. Yeah. You know, so, like, there is incentive there, Mm -hmm. and it would probably be something that is more of, like, a trophy for you to carry around while you're playing Gears of War 3, you know, to show your dedication, but, like... 
Yeah, I don't think it's going to be something that really alters gameplay. It's probably going to be new skins, um, new character models, things like that. It's like a wasn't there like a uh, a golden saw like for yeah if yeah. you I think it was if you had Gears of One save data when you plugged in Gears of War two you would get like a golden lancer or something mm-hmm. to that effect and I know they're going to be doing a lot like because I okay so I am the unabashed Gears fan here and everyone right. makes fun of me but I, I love Gears of War I love the the franchise I love everything about it um, except for a few things which I'll get into later but <laughs> the thing. <laughs> The thing that I really, really um, <clears throat> thought was cool was that it could scan your save data and it would give you stuff for, you know, the things that you did in the past. For instance, like, you can unlock, if anyone remembers Gears of War 1, uh, Lieutenant Kim, who gets impaled by General Ram mm-hmm. in the beginning, yep. and it's like this big dramatic moment, you know. I cried. You, yeah, Matt totally wept. He wept openly, giant crocodile <laughs> tears. But if you um, had Gears of One save data, you could play as Lieutenant Kim in multiplayer in Gears of War 2. And see, I'm like one of those nerds who really loves extra skins and things like that. And like, it, this dates back to like when I used to play like Action Quake and old, old, old like Half-Life mods. I would like build my own skins and stuff for games. Like I remember playing hmm. as my Aunt Katie in like old Quake games and stuff. Right, like that. but I mean. You have Shadow Complex, right? I don't have it. Oh, you never bought that? No, I never you bought it. You have Gears Shadow. 1. I have Gears 1 you have Gears, Gears 2. 2. Mm-hmm. You didn't get Unreal Tournament. No, but I might have saved it on my Xbox of Unreal Tournament. I mean, like, I don't know. It's a weird... Yeah. It's a weird way to give people content when it's, like, that much required crap to get yeah. the content. Yeah. Like, it's one thing to be like, oh, you played Gears 1 and 2? Awesome, here's some stuff for Gears 3. It's yeah. another to be like, did you play seven games that we, you know, put out? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Is it, is it more, do you think it's more of like a fan service, like a thank you, or do you think it's more of How like is that a, a thank you, though? Isn't it a thank that's, you? That's what I'm trying to say, is if if it makes you so much better, then it's not a thank you anymore. And it kind of like ostracizes other people. If it's like a thank you, like you said, where it's like you get golden weapons or some shit like that, then then Yeah. You know, like it would be a thank you. I feel like it's a thank you if you play Gears One and Two. Why is it a thank you if you play Gears One and Two, Shadow Complex, Unreal Tournament? Like, why this list of freaking See, that's unrelated thing. games? Do you think Bullet it's just a, a marketing, like a marketing ploy to make you go? Because I'm now I'm tempted to go out and buy Shadow <coughs> of course Complex. Because I'm like, man, if I get like a new a new skin, new underwear for Marcus right. Phoenix. I'm going to get that underwear from Marcus Phoenix because well, I want it. Fortunately, Shadow Complex is a good game. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, luckily, Shadow Complex is a good game. Hopefully, Bulletstorm will be good. Uh, Unreal is, you know, it's Unreal. So, are we talking about Unreal Tournament three? No, there was an Unreal Tournament for the Xbox. The original? It's not an original. It just was Unreal I think it was just called Unreal Tournament. Well, there's an Unreal Tournament three on Xbox. That's what I think it is. Uh, yeah, maybe two thousand eight. Yeah. T three. Yeah. yeah. But that's it. The other thing I want to talk about really quick, also with Bulletstorm, and I showed um, Scott this this marketing campaign that they kind of have going now. And Bulletstorm has this marketing campaign that I think is really trying to appeal to, like, the young, like, 16, 17-year-old, like, kind of aggressive young male demographic, you know? And it's very, like... Does anyone have ever seen those old, like, ridiculous ads for energy drinks where they just, like, shouted into the, into the microphone (laughs) and, like, energy, like, and they just, like, grunt things like that? Right. That is exactly what the new Bulletstorm commercial is like, and it's, it's to the devs, just kind of, like, 
yelling obscenities into the camera. Into, like, a wide-angle lens camera. No yes. Yeah. And then the, the camera, like, out? quick zoom into their face. Um, it came out... Shit. Is it in May? Th- this week. Oh, it came like, out this week. Yeah, the, yeah, this week. It's like a character, character preview video or something to that effect. But, um... I was kind of disappointed in it because I think I don't know. I'm 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 of the camp that thinks that games are art and I know they're entertainment and I know right. they're goofy and silly. But I also don't want to see the developer of games um, I don't like when they become like celebrities pitch, pitch people like like yeah. hype men like yeah. the Flavor Flav. Like they get out there and shout. I don't want I don't can we, want Can we take a minute and watch it? Yeah, we're going to take a minute and watch it. I actually have it right here so I got it. Got it? Yeah. Alright. Pausing. We'll be right back. We're going to watch. I'll probably just layer this in. Alright. Let me give a link out. I'm going to watch it as well. Story plus characters? Yeah. Bulletstorm is like a soup. Equal parts revenge. And sweet badassery. Bulletstorm follows a team of black ops soldiers. Dead Echo were the premier badasses of Motherfuck Town. The commanding general had manipulated and distorted them, using them for his own purposes. I need to go get my red hoodie, and we need to make a spoof video of this. Hasn't even begun. Hey, what a dick that guy is, huh? That would be me! In Bulletstorm, even the heroes are ruthless. <laughs> They're imperfect as human beings, and relatable. You play as Grayson Hunt. He's... Selfish. Chauvinistic. Egotistical. Debaucherous. Oh, yeah. Scumbag. Awesome. Long as you're dead, I don't care what I am. Grayson Hunt's kind of a dick. I told you to rig these to blow, not check your goddamn email. <laughs> but yet you love him at the same time. Christmas come early, boys. Ishi Sato, loyal Boy Scout, boring at a party. Robot head and jerk ass. He's kind of like the Spock, you know. I honor my oath to serve you, despite your recklessness. A lot of ways, he's the heart of the team. Ishi. Doc is a cyborg, uh, uh, you know, medical officer, and so what he does is if you're in the field and you lose a finger or, or, or a forearm, he's got cybernetics that he can instantly attach. Snap out of it! Trishka Novak. Vengeful. Bitter. Super badass motherfucking kick you in the face. Yeah. Oh, God. Wow. Inside, she's got this really dark past. What? And then there's General Serrano. Unredeemable asshole, self-serving prick. You can tell he's on the breaking point of madness. The tears off my dick, you ugly motherfuckers! Grayson wants him dead. Then fire! Let's make Serrano wish he'd triple that bounty! In a bid to get revenge on the general, they find themselves stranded on a planet populated by cannibalistic mutated marauders. Killing them is okay. And killing is definitely what your team does best. There are plenty of sort of conflicting motivations within the band as they are moving across this planet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That son of a whore. What the fuck up? Our language is a little colorful. Namby, pamby, cocks. 
sucks. The suicidal limptic retards. Fuck you up. I will butcher you. Bulletstorm's focused on, uh, more than anything else, on returning the fun to first-person shooters. Bulletstorm will kick you in the face with awesome. Hey, dipshits! This game ain't gonna pre-order itself. Hey, dipshits! Hmm. Hey, dipshits! Hey, dipshits! Break the fucking camera! All right. So, we were you going back live? We're back. I mean. And I guess my I guess my question to you would be: Are you really shocked that uh, fucking Cliffy B is putting a game out like this and marketing it in this way? Here's my deal with him: Like this is this is this is the same guy who did a gameplay demo six months ago and was like, "We're gonna fucking kill the fatty! Look at the fatty on stage! We're killing him! He eats too much cake, the fatty!" And it's like, uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Come uh, on. See, that's my problem with hype man. I think like like. <sighs> <laughs> Epic really it, it really caters to like this like really machismo kind of like you know really really aggressive audience and it's and the the games are brilliant though like I mean you can't argue that like the gameplay in a lot of Epic games kind of it really it changed everything like they're really before Gears of War, there was really no third-person shooter genre at all. And now it's a massive... There would be no Mass Effect if there was no Unreal Engine and no third-person, you know, Gears well, of Scott War. Scott doesn't like the Unreal... Or the uh, first-person shooter Mass Effect anyways. You know. Oh, sorry. No, it's not <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, I'm just saying, I, I think I have a, a bit of a, a problem with, you know, that trailer. And part of it's like, man, I'm, I'm old. I'm, like, complaining that... You know what it makes me think of? Uh, I just I just posted it up in the chat room. Is the um, SNL Underground Festival parody ads that they've yeah. been doing, where they're like, where they're like, uh, you know, I don't even know what the fuck they're like. And this time, what's the one dead guy that keeps saying they're gonna? He's like, I'm not dead, and then they're like, he's dead, and they're like, yeah, have you seen it? It's like a fake Juggalo commercial, no, essentially. I, I need to it's find, brilliant, dude. We need to find the link to the, to the energy the energy drink commercials, the old ones. The, um, what the fuck were they called? I mean, I would just say that, like... Drew will remember. I would just say that this is not... I, I'm not shocked, you know? I don't yeah. Know. I mean, the game is... That's what it looked like from the beginning, and now I'm just, now it's just confirming itself, is that it's just going to be this over-the-top, ridiculous, like, yeah. look, we can say a bunch of cuss words, and you can shoot people in the face, and it's like, great. I Which is not original. I'm 30, I don't no. really care about that shit anymore. But. If, any, if anyone's ever played Kingpin, I think you're already familiar with the... The language quotient of the game. Right. Yeah, I don't. You know I, I don't mean? think language is shocking anymore. No, and but the, the other thing is this: is like, okay, that trailer was probably five minutes long, and there was less than five seconds of actual gameplay. In right. The yeah, yeah. Lots of close-ups of. And, and what I was saying earlier was that when you when you get this game home at home, at some point you're just going to be sitting on the couch in your underwear playing it. And there's not going to be, like, a super cool guy and girl shouting things in your right. ear. Well, there will be. They're just going to be shouting the well, N-word the whole time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's true, too. That's true, too. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, it's just you and the game sitting in your house. I mean, I guess maybe maybe that's exactly it. Like, are we are we that wait, shocked with wait, how multi... Oh, oh wait. Oh. I thought it was a boobs. Oh, it was a boobs. Too. We yeah. almost had boobs. Uh... It, are we really that shocked that, like, with how multiplayer goes these days, that they're making a game that basically caters straight into the, like, dregs of the multiplayer society? Well, it's all hype, and the hype just falls flat after a certain point yeah. in time. Yeah. I think the game's going to be good, though. Sure. I really do. I Regardless, th- I mean, that, but that is independent of the yeah. the trailer, you know what I mean? Yeah. My, my question is, you know, how is multiplayer going to stack up? Because if 
Is there a single player? It just looks, it looks like it's all multiplayer. It, there's a, yeah, there's a campaign. There's a campaign yeah. to it. So that's not my bag. You guys it's, know. It's a, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, like yeah. Epic Games could fucking blow up tomorrow, and I wouldn't care. What? Don't say it. Don't say it. No. Don't say it. So that was my news. I just kind of wanted to complain about some trailers and talk about <laughs> some stuff and see what you guys kind of thought about it. Uh, also, on a little bit of side note, um, I did play Mass Effect 2 for the PS3. I downloaded, oh, did you get it? I downloaded the demo. Which oh, means I have, demo. I've effectively tried the Mass Effect 3 engine. Interesting. Does it look good? Does no. anything look bad on the PS3? It doesn't look good? Here's the deal. I, I was waiting to talk about it with you guys because I was actually kind of disappointed. And I don't think that it's the engine. I think it's that the PS3, the fact that they ported it to the PS3, uh, and I read all about this, and it's it's kind of sad. They did the same thing. Assassin's Creed 2 looked better on the 360 than it did yeah. the PS3, and they were saying it was the same. It was some kind of porting issue. Yeah, it was porting because they design it. I guess the, it's, it's very easy to design for Windows and then turn 360. Um, and then porting it over takes. I don't know about it's easy. I think that there's just there's a ton of devs and it, and it's a it's a development yeah. environment that's existed since you know 1990. Yeah. So yeah. it's not that it's easy. It's just like it's been around for so effing long. Everyone's used to developing for it now. You know. Yeah. It's not hard to get. Parts of it looked really nice. Parts of it looked really nice. Some of the textures were nice, but then you could see a lot more of the edges. Well, I, mean, I look at some other gameplay on the PS3 and it's generally gorgeous so mm-hmm. I think it's just this porting is like you're saying mm-hmm. I think like it's surprising or, original I titles I would Bioware would yeah yeah put out junk you it's know? true I mean it's still like if you only have a PS3 it is by all means grab it you know, yeah, yeah. or play it on the PC oh yeah yeah you've got to play it um, sure it's gorgeous on the PC yeah yeah I'm sure it is depending on your PC yeah and actually <laughs> for, for people that are listening right now I think until from now until probably tomorrow around 1pm Eastern uh, Mass Effect 2 is available on Steam on sale I think for $20 right Steam's now Steam's having all their crazy holiday sales right yeah now. and that yeah the sale is uh the twenty dollars I think is for the Mass Effect Digital Collector's Edition. Oh, nice! And I want to say that the non, the standard edition of Mass Effect Two is on sale for tw- for ten dollars right now. Yeah. So this might be a good time to pick it up on Steam. Uh, the, actually, the one bit of news I would like to just bring up and talk about just for like a minute. Not that we have any format whatsoever, so I will. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Go. Uh, I wrote an article about it. And it's just something really important, and you know, if people didn't read it, that. Yeah, I really hope they go check it out anywhere. I don't care if they read it on our site or anywhere else. But um, the FCC approved some new regulations this week about something called net neutrality. And um, it's an issue that's been floating around the internet for, God, I don't know how long now. It's been a while, essentially, years, mm-hmm. of this idea of net neutrality and like how are we going to you know manage it and all that kind of stuff. And the FCC has been talking about it, and they finally have. They've gone through three different rounds of regulations that they they feasibly wanted to do, and uh, these new ones just got voted on and approved on Thursday. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Thursdays, I think when you posted it. Um, they haven't actually released the fully written regulations yet, so all we have is reportings from the hearings, um, from like New York Times and some other people, but it's. Not great. Like, I wrote, I wrote the article, and I actually commented mm-hmm. on it afterwards because I felt like it, it made it look like I thought that regulation was required, and mm-hmm. I actually don't think regulation's required at all. It's just that what the regulation they did was, um, essentially, they're saying, like, oh, yeah, if you're broadband wireless, or if you're broadband networking, then, you know, 
uh, you can't just block sites. You can't okay. just downright say, like, you're not allowed on the internet. Mm-hmm. And if you're wireless, you can't block sites, but they say nothing about... And they actually leave it as a whole to say, like, but you can manage applications. And and this the point that Al Franken made, Senator Al Franken, was basically... <laughs> Senator Al I know, it's crazy, man. <laughs> basically, <laughs> Stuart that... Stuart Smalley, uh, what, did he, what did Stuart yeah. Smalley have to say? The point that, that Stuart Smalley had to make was that, you know... <laughs> Verizon then could feasibly be like, oh, well, we don't like Google Maps because it competes with our own mapping thing, and ours yeah. costs 10 bucks a month, and you're on Verizon? Sorry, that's what you have to use, and you're in a two-year contract, deal with it. And they could block that out entirely. Um, you know, I don't know. It's a weird it's a weird time, and, and I think the issue with the regulations is basically they made these regula- regulations that have these huge loopholes in them that allow um, broadband providers to do whatever the hell they feel like doing, essentially, and in the process of trying to regulate it, they basically sanctioned them doing other things that are equally as bad, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And obviously we're not going to know for sure until everything comes out, but I don't know. I just wanted to kind of throw it out there, see if you guys, if you went in and read anything about it. I, I did. Everybody commented. I, I read so. a bunch about it. Um, something's going to have to change because everything in this industry, unfortunately, is really what it boils down to is about money. The guys who right. control the companies, That's they totally. want money. And right now... The internet's pretty awesome. Like, we yeah. get a lot of content for, you know, we pay money, but we... Sure. It's, it's gone from non-existent in the early 90s to being what it is today, and it's everything. Like, everything is on the internet, and we rely on it, you know, every single day. And someone's going to have to figure out a way to cash in on that, because, it, you know, it's, it's become almost like a necessity, like, you know, right. water. So it's... It's sad, but someone's going to find a way to, you know, to take our money more. But, I mean, I'm not worried about the, like, I understand that, you know, Verizon, Comcast, which I think are the two largest, but Verizon, Comcast, uh, you know, AT&T, or Time Warner, I understand that they're providing these massive networks that allow us to do all this, I mean, we're, fuck, we're streaming three different videos right now, and outputting video to the web twice, you know, yeah. I mean, it's insane mm-hmm. the amount of crap we're doing at the moment, yeah. over at Bright House Network, and it works fine, it works great, yeah. and I understand there's need for them to manage that, and to, you know, keep it flowing correctly, and have network engineers all over it, and, and all that kind of shit, so, like, that's not what, that's not my issue with it, my issue is that, is that, these, what, what you see is, right now, I moved to a new house. What were my options? Bright House. Yeah. Like, if I want a decent network connection that I can game over, and that I can stream video and stuff like that, it's Bright House. I, I, there is no other option It right seems now. kind of monopolistic, but it's not because that's just what you can get in that area, but it's not, you can't, it's not just like, oh, Bright House is everywhere. They're just no. in certain locations. But they have a monopoly on that location. They have a monopoly on your specific location. Yeah. It's the same with, like, power companies. Yeah. Like, you go to an area, and I understand why and how. It's right. because of how the networking runs. Yeah, but of course. It's just, it, that kind of situation, m- minus regulation, I think breeds them doing whatever the hell they feel like doing at that oh, point. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, you know, they can charge more and people will just quit and leave. But yeah. if you're in need of that, like, when I was working from home, that's what I needed. It yeah. was, was a fast, reliable connection. Mm-hmm. You know, essentially, I'm, they've got me over their knee at that point if they want to do whatever the hell they feel like. Mm-hmm. And, and the, I, I understand why maybe they tried to, to regulate wireless less was because there is a sense of competition there. Like, I have T-Mobile, you have Verizon, you have AT&T. The three of us are all in the same room. All of our phones work. You know, like, 
we don't have to use one over the other. We choose that one. Mm-hmm. And if Verizon starts saying like, oh, well, fuck, we're going to tier our pricing and do this, this, and this, well, you can just leave Verizon and go to somebody else. But the problem then also is that there's so few companies and they're so massive. Scott posted an article when four of them get together and go, all right, this is how we're going to do pricing and everybody across the board is going to do the same thing. Done. Like, there's, you have no competition. Yeah, like, sure, there's four, four major cell carriers, but they all of their offerings are pretty much the same. They're the same. And they're all pretty shitty. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm with T-Mobile because I like customer service. It has sure. nothing to do with... Their, nothing to do with like pricing. Like, the phone or the pricing. The tower or anything. structure yeah. or anything, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's it's a weird time, and I wanted to bring it up just so that people kind of go check out the article. Or go to the New York Times, wrote a fantastic follow-up piece, which I didn't get to post, because mm-hmm. uh, it didn't go up until after I wrote my thing. But um, just look up net neutrality and just see what it's about and kind of see what different people are talking about. Um, I think you'd be surprised that, you know, it's not necessarily like, oh yeah, you know, we definitely want regulation. Not everybody's saying that. Everybody's just saying like, look, if we're going to regulate, fucking put worthwhile, useful regulation in. Don't put in this regulation like everything else where there's humongous loopholes that anyone can jump through and do whatever the fuck they feel like, you know? So... Check it out. Look up net neutrality. It's a, it is a really important issue, and it hits very close to home for us, just yeah. based on what we do and then what I do for a living. You know, yeah. I mean, things like Facebook, things like Twitter, things like Ustream, things like YouTube. These things exist because the net is open and free to everyone. I have to. <laughs> I know. I'm looking at the screen too. Literally. There's been this gentleman. Yeah. Was he actually? Is he? Like, yeah, he's been watching the whole time. What's up, man? How's Thanks. it going, buddy? He he's been watching us, and he's got the most interesting um, face maker. <laughs> he's giving me like serial killer face. <laughs> he can't get to you. It's freaking me out. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's uh, interesting. <laughs> Having chat roulette running while you're streaming is one of the most frightening things ever because not only do you get serial killer faces, but you get boners as well. Lots of boners. Well, I'm okay with serial fa- killer face over boners. Yeah. All right, but, uh, we're but gonna shuffle this guy. I Thanks think, for watching, buddy. We're gonna shuffle you. I think that's Please. the uh, that's the news for today. So um, when we come back, we're gonna do. We've got a few reviews, kind of random reviews. Um, yeah, we actually do have some TV, um, but not the TV Drew wants to see. Probably, uh, we've got a video game, a couple video game things, and uh, yeah. Doing some reviews. Let's review. Things. Let's start that over. <laughs> I'm keeping that. I like that one better. All right. We're like the we're the king of uh, of segways, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> we haven't done a segway since 1984. Yeah. That's a Brian Posehn joke. What um, reviews? 
So, the there was a show that has been in the works for a while uh, that has been put out, okay. aired this week on NBC. It's on Hulu right now, called Perfect Couples, mm-hmm. starring uh, the one and only Olivia Munn. Um, and I'm going to look up who else is on it. There's also the waitress from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, and then a bunch of... Everybody you would probably recognize... And the girl from... Uh, the lesbian from Flash Forward. Is that who that was? Yep. Yeah, everybody's pretty like familiar. So big names, yeah. Lesbian. <laughs> well, I knew, her, I, I knew her name coming into this uh, uh, podcast today. Kyle Bornheimer, who actually I think did a lot of commercials previous to this. Mary Elizabeth Ellis, who's from... Uh, it's always sunny. Hayes MacArthur, Olivia Munn, David Walton, and Christine Woods, who's the girl from Christine Woods from uh, Flash Forward. So uh, this has been hyped by Olivia Munn for a while. This is essentially the reason she left Attack of the Show. Yeah. Um. So was it worth it? Uh, I guess I would say that she might not be the reason to watch the show. <laughs> Let me first, let me, let me start out. Yeah, I'll yeah. preempt this, because I have not seen it. Right. Okay? Scott and I watched um, it. And, of course, if you guys have listened to the podcast or you know anything about me, I watched a lot of Attack of the Show, and I was watching the episode live when she's like, hey, I got a pilot. And I actually it, saw that one live, too. Yeah, yeah. I got the pilot, and she was very excited, and the whole, you know, Kevin was super excited, and right. the crew was super excited. And it was a big deal, because if you are an actor, an actress, or a hostess, or whatever, you strive for that in your life. You, Definitely. You, getting picked up for an NBC pilot is like, it, it's the equivalent of winning the lottery. And then NBC so. picked them up, too. I yeah. mean, NBC obviously saw something in this pilot that they thought was worth putting yeah. boats of cash into. So, um, I think it's smart that they're airing it, kind of, <laughs> we just got porn chat. I don't know what Chat roulette adult. We got we got kicked out of chat roulette to an ad. My IP is denied for redirection because of possible violation of our terms. Uh oh. Do nothing. You're is advertising. It, oh, is that what it is? I don't, I don't know. know. Possibly. Possibly. I don't know. Oh, right, back. Kicked we're, off wait, chat roulette. And we're back. So, yeah. I mean, obviously NBC sees something in this, uh, and it is just the pilot. And, you know, I think if you were to watch Community's pilot and never watch anything else, you would probably not think as highly of that show as you do now. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Pilot was not so great. But, I mean, let's just get in the thick of it, Scott. What what did you think? Uh, I don't know what their target audience is for this program. That's my first first thought. It's very... um, it's very weird. The no laugh track. No, it's not like a sitcom. No. It's more of the vein of a modern family or a... uh, a uh, like the league, which is on after it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Like no laugh track, pretty straightforward, multi-camera, you know, sitcom setting. Um, everybody is very. Uh, so it's basically let's do plot. So there's two, there's three couples. They're all friends. Two of which are brothers. They all the three guys run a. From what I gather, they never really got into it honestly. But the three guys run a real estate business. And then they have three wives. Maybe one guy runs a, at a one guy works at a car dealership or something. Yeah. It's very. It's not important. It's very yeah. like they brush past what's going on in their lives, other than the three of them interacting. And then it's a comedy about uh, comedy about. Um, oh, he did he did finger quotes. These three couples in their different stages of their relationships. Okay. 
So, like, two of them are just about to get married. I think two have been married for a little while. Again, none of this You is gathered more than I did. Whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's written... It's just not very good, honestly. I don't know how else to get around this. I don't want to be like... Okay. It really was super stiff. The jokes came off kind of weird. It was, like, it reminded me more of a uh, Yes Dear than it did of, like, Modern Family. Like, it's not written in a natural way. It felt The jokes felt really forced. Like, all the talking between the couples was like, let's set up a situation, now give it a payoff. Like, that's, like, yeah. over and over again. It happened, like, four yeah. times in one episode. Do you think that is going to be, do you think that's going to be consistent throughout, or do you think it's suffering from pilot syndrome? It's hard I- to say. I mean, you could give it three, like, maybe just watch three episodes, and then you'll have a better idea. The but way in, in today's day and age, the way I, the reason I say the reason I say that that there is no laugh track is because it's weird that there's no laugh track. It honestly feels like there should be a laugh track. Really, like they they do jokes and then it's just like air because they're not jokes like they're not jokes like it's always sunny. They're not jokes like Modern Family, yeah. like situational, like move through the story jokes. They're like they're like oh. You know, um, God, I'm trying to think of some of the stories that happened. Like, so one guy decides that his wife isn't getting sexy enough for him at night, and all his friends are like, "You should bring it That's up and like say the, something." That was to the whole her. premise of the first. That episode. was the premise of the episode, oh, and yeah. then like the payoff joke is that the guy is riding like a slow. Sc- the, the guy's riding a slow scooter to go like save his friend from saying anything to his wife, and obviously misses it, and and then like it just kind of falls flat, and that's the end of the joke. He's riding a slow. Scooter. He's riding like a like a Vespa, but it's like runs like five miles an hour, is what it looks like. Okay, but the 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 thing is like all of these jokes feel like they had a lead up that happened episodes ago or something mm-hmm. that, that like we don't know. Like there was no intro to who Do these you people think maybe are. Maybe that they played them out of order, and it did kind of what they did to Firefly. That they thought the pilot wasn't strong enough, so they went to one that was they felt was a stronger episode. Um, and then, because a lot of times they'll do that. They won't play the fi- pilot first, because the pi- pilots generally suck. It's rare that a pilot... Yeah, really no, I totally good. agree. Um, it, so, okay, so, general premise, three different couples, their lives... Uh, Thing about comedies and sitcoms, where is it set? Where where do these people hang out and talk? They're they kind of like living room. They go to each other's houses. It seems so it's like. set in houses. Yeah, it's I don't not really, like a coffee shop or really, a bookstore. I don't really recall them. The uh, girls all met at a bar at one point. So there's a bar, and the guys were all in a, their houses. I think the whole time. Uh, yeah, interesting. But there yeah. was, uh, I guess what what I should, could say about it is that I went into the pilot not wanting to like it. Yeah. And I came out of it not liking it. <laughs> I don't know. Well. I don't know what, what else to say, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was there were two things that kind of jumped out at me about this episode. And the first one was that um, this pilot used a montage towards the end of it. Yeah. And I was thinking like, did you already run out of stuff to write about? Yeah. That you have to put a montage like in this episode, you know? It felt like they were going for... I feel like this is on the wrong channel, for one. Yeah. Because I feel like they want to be more blue than they are about the humor. Like, the humor is very restrained in the jokes. Like, they'll be like... They'll do jokes about sex, but then they don't ever really talk or joke about sex. Like, it's just, like, hinted at in their jokes. Interesting. And I feel like they're trying to be on FX, 
and instead they're on NBC, so they're doing these like restrained yeah. half jokes about you know interesting couples. And it's, and they're all our age. I mean, they're like they're not trying to play up that they're super young or super yeah. old, and they're all loaded because they have like ridiculous houses. Every single one of them has like a ridiculous house. Oh really? See, so that's that's the other thing that I is thought it was set in New York. No, it's set in California. Is it okay? Yeah. Which is odd because it films in New York. I think they've been filming in L.A. Oh really? I thought they were filming in oh, New York, okay. but I think they're filming in L.A. It's not New York. If it's New York, it's like. Upstate or Staten Island or something. It's not. It's not Manhattan. Not Manhattan. Dude, the one house that they're at, like thirty percent of the time, is like a two-story, massive. It, it's gigantic. So they live like, in mansions. It looks like an old New England, house. and they're all real estate moguls. So that's that was the other thing. Is that like, how am I supposed to relate to the plight of? three yuppie couples that have yeah, I mean, seemingly all like, tons of money. Like, the one yeah. guy jokes about how he sells Ferraris. Or Maseratis. Maseratis. And then uh, the other two guys sell, like, million-dollar homes, from what we can gather. Huh. I guess we'll have to see how it goes. And uh, I asked you the other week, when when you had seen it, if um, Olivia Munn plays her herself, essentially. I would refuse to tell you. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, for the most part. Her yeah. jokes are, like, dry sarcasm. yeah. Um, hot. I'm a hot, dry sarcasm girl. Okay. So, like, like she might be the most uptight of the three women. Like I feel her like, character. I, the yeah. weird thing is, I feel like all of their characters are Joel McHale in the first Community. Okay, yeah. Like they're all written to be like snarky, yuppie people, and then I'm like, why would I want to see six? Like the joy of Community is not that Joel McHale's a snarky, yuppity guy. Like yeah. it's that fucking Troy and a bed and all these other. They're like this most random cast of yeah, people yeah, yeah. hanging out together. And then Allison Brie. She's in Community as well, right? Right, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I have to interject. Cohen texts me, and I've been saving this for the podcast. Okay. He texts me, I'm at work, and I read the text, and then poo came out of my butt. Because he says, Hey man, somebody I work with knows Allison Bree, <laughs> and, and is going to try and help us get an interview. And I said, Whoa. really? And he said, only two degrees of separation. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's on. Let's He's online right now. In. He is. This better happen, Cohen. He is. Yes. Yeah. So hopefully um, this stuff goes through, and we can. It's true. It is. <laughs> I, I, was, I told him I was going to wait and drop the bomb on you guys. So uh, we are now only five degrees away from Allison Bree. Well, I mean, you know, not to steer it back into the conversation, but like I compare it to Community because it did feel like that. It felt like if you go back and watch that first pilot, it, it felt really stiff. It felt very yeah. like. They didn't really know where these characters are going to be in six episodes, even. But at the same time, the comedy felt very restrained in a weird way. Like yeah, it just yeah. everything fell flat, and nothing was like I didn't watch it and like ha, 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 you know, or even like laugh or smile. It just was kind of like, well, that was an episode, you it, know. Yeah, I think part of that is that we don't we don't know who these characters are. But yeah, they don't do any. I mean, there literally is yeah. no introduction. Like it's just like. You're in their living room. Two of them are going to Italy. The other two are working out their sex problems, and the other two barely show up. And you're like, uh, okay. Like, Strange. It's really weird. It's really weird how they just dropped you into it. Like, here you go. Good luck. Yeah. You know? Does anyone so, remember the pilot to Friends? Because I don't. Uh, man, I'm was sure there any sort of, it, but Was there any sort of establishment for the characters? There or? had to be, right? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a... Well, three of them are like... Or they all known each other. Pretty much. Lives. Yeah. Yeah, the pilots... In the pilot, when Rachel... Uh, comes like running into the coffee shop in her wedding dress. Yeah, that's right. Um, 
because she just like broke it off with her husband and or whatever. Ross wine. Ross wine. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I think I think that's what it is. So So yeah, yeah I mean I don't know. I'll give it another chance. I'll probably give it the three episode run to see what? if like How about this? Say one thing you liked about the show. Well, <laughs> um, Come on, man. It's gotta be something. You're gonna give it a chance, so obviously there must have been something. I'll give it a chance because I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm gonna give it a chance because I, I like Olivia Munn. I yeah. think she's a likable person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, and I think that it would really suck for her to have left a show that basically had her like doing whatever the hell she wanted. You know, meeting the right people and everyone. Uh, who knows if that's the show? But it basically catapulted her to where she is. Sure. It, ha- it would suck to have her leave that show, have this sitcom fail, and then she drops out of the picture. Yeah. Because it's entirely possible. And yeah. I, I just would hate to see that happen to somebody who I feel like was relatively genuine with her fans and and did work her ass off. She definitely puts her work in. Yeah, yeah that's like, true. Yeah, she's, she's in, in all honesty, like she's one of the only celebrities, and I'm using finger quotes, that she would be like, hey, like if she was like visiting a town, like yeah. I just remember when she was in Austin, she's like, I would go to the park in Austin. Anyone who wants to come hang out, come hang out at the park right. in Austin. And it wasn't like a publicity stunt. Right. She genuinely well, I mean, likes it was, fans. but she does like her fans. Yeah, she likes she her fans enough to, like, actually hang out with them. So, I mean, yeah. that's really why I'm going to give it another shot. I also like, um, and I to- just forgot her name again, but the waitress from uh, It's Always Sunny, I think she's That funny. would be Mary Elizabeth Ellis? Yes. she. I think she's funny as well. And, um, you know... That those two those two characters those two actresses alone mm. will bring me back to try it out again. See what is going to bring me back is Christine Woods because I liked her on Flash Forward. Did you? Yeah. So I'm kinda... I, I think that's it. It's like you have to like the actors. Flash Forward didn't get canceled, did it? Yeah, it yeah. sure did. It got Are you fucking kidding? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So good luck trying to figure out what happens. But I think that's it with this show right now is that it's got they've got some good actors and I would like to think that it could pay off a little better than it did. But yeah. who knows. So, so you guys played a shitty game. What do we play? A shitty game? What are you talking about? Oh, man. Yeah, so I was listening to Giant Bombcast, and they went on this... Like, our friends, as you like to put it. Our friends at Giant Never Bomb- met any of them. No. No, I refer to people as friends all the time, because I feel as if we are friends, but they have no fucking... I mean, I listen to them this. talk once a yeah, week. Yeah, so, yeah, like I said, I often put... It's a one-sided friendship, because I'm friends with people that have no fucking clue. You keep saying it, like, I laugh every time you write something and you're like, our friend's over, and I'm like, we don't know any of those yeah, people. Yeah, no, no, absolutely not, but I would like to, you know, I'd like to be friends one day. Um, so, our friends at the Giant Bombcast, who's a, a great podcast, look it up, it's awesome, it's like four hours long, they reviewed a game called Doritos Crash Course, and the reason why they did it uh, was because you could, you could milk 200 achievement points out of a free game which is, doesn't happen very often that yeah. you get achievement points for free games. Um, I guess what the story, the backstory to Doritos Crash Course was is there was a small company that uh, was more than likely working on Kinect games, and something didn't work out with the Kinect tech, and Doritos bought the finished product uh, from them and made it into a little bit of a platforming game. So you can go on the Xbox Live Marketplace, you can pick up Doritos Crash Course. It's like a Ninja Warrior-style course, and it uses your avatar... Um, to actually run these obstacle courses. Um, it's incredibly challenging. The platforming, I thought, was pretty hard. And it for free, it's actually really fun. I watched my wife actually play through the entire game from beginning to end. Um, yeah, Pilks is saying like that. And I got that shit. 
Yeah, so it was good. And the thing that I thought was neat about it, first of all, it was free. And second, it was probably better than any of the shit I played on the Wii. And it was zero dollars. Oh. oh. Knocking the Nintendo. Yeah. That was, that I, was uncomfortable. <laughs> dude, it, come on. Like, honestly, for zero dollars, it, it's so much better than any of those, like, little... The Wii games, you know, the Wii bowling and all that malark. I think, I think you're. I don't know. Those shitty Wii games sold how many millions of systems and copies. We may be comparing apples and oranges, but um, the Doritos game is free. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Close to saying Ash hates the Wii game. He (laughs) definitely does. So the the Doritos game is free. So and you can get achievements. So that kind of seems like a no brainer. Yeah, well, especially for you. Regardless of what you think of. Didn't we? Did we talk about this before? Ash, were you a Nintendo kid or or a Sega kid? I started out with Sega, then I got a Nintendo next, and I still, uh, Pilks was a Sega kid too, and I, I was all, a Sega kid. I have all his games right behind you. Oh, do you? Yeah, there's, uh, we have like 50 of Pilks' Master System games sitting uh, here around. Okay, sorry. I just didn't know when your when your Nintendo patron started. I, you know what it was? <laughs> it's honestly that I've never been the GameCube. At, I've never been good at platformers. Like and that's uh, what this game that's is. What though. Nintendo. Yeah, Doritos Crash Course is, it is. like a Mario. Yeah, well, see, I only played through like USA, and Christina played through USA. Uh, Europe, you know, Japan. those last levels are a yeah. Pain, and she yes. was like, even she's an awesome platformer, and she was pulling her hair out too. So, uh, but yeah, so uh, Doritos Crash Course. I, I give it two thumbs up. It's free. We don't do thumbs. I give it uh n- How many how many times did you masturbate on chat roulette out of five for it? Would I masturbate? At least twenty out of five. <laughs> twenty out of five for uh, Doritos Crash Course. So Scott, you played it too, right? Yeah, I did. I played the uh, Doritos Crash Course. You can't it's gonna be impossible pretty much to uh, get all the achievements for this game just really? because yeah, one of the achievements is to get into a multiplayer game, and when I tried to do that, there were none. And then the final achievement, which is only worth like 15 points, was to play every single level over Xbox Live. And there's 15 la- levels, and unless you're gonna just unless we just sit together and do that, yeah. it's kind of pointless. Yeah, yeah. To try to to try to achieve that, but um, yeah, it's good. Um, can we talk about the other one that I found? Arms Way. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is. This is so no Doritos, right? If you would like yeah. to talk about it, yeah, I want to. I want to bring this into the discussion too. The when I was looking for information about the Doritos game, um, pretty much in the same set. Looking of for information. I was yeah. looking for information. Uh, when I was studying some Doritos <laughs> content to find out where the uh, information was about this game, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I got. You're like I was studying uh, Burger King uh, to see when the uh, King Snake game came out. Oh yeah. Uh, By the way, if you if you hundred percent Doritos Crash Course, your avatar gets a bag of Doritos as an avatar item. That's. Amazing. I'm waiting till the Cheetos game comes I'm, out. T- I totally made that up. I lied to you. Scott was about. He's like, "Fuck, I'm doing it." <laughs> that's a whole different avatar. Like those unlockable, yeah. like gamer picks. That's a whole different bag. Yeah. That's not my thing. Um, just the, just the numbers. So just the numbers. Sorry. Not, even, not <laughs> even the completion. I just want... <laughs> he just needs more numbers. I just need to numbers. accumulate the numbers. <laughs> Validates my existence. Numbers. Uh, Do you think Derek's hearing that Scott just got 200 points right now, and he's like, fuck, and he's downloading Doritos Crash to, Course as it goes? I this, this, this kid Derek out, this gentleman. It is a, it is a hello scientist. Uh, he, really quick... He's 10 uh, points away from 45,000, Scott. He 100%ed... 
Fallout 3 oh! and 100% Fallout New Vegas in the same day. Oh my god. In the same fucking day. And this was, I think, this was yesterday. That's and then retarded. after that, after that, played Battlefield Vietnam for like four hours. Well, of course. Nice Why would you stop? Dude, I, this, this Hello Scientist MF guy that's online yeah. right now must Until have the, the biggest hemorrhoid <laughs> Well, he also sits for a living, too. Yes. I mean, the dude is, is He sitting. must have a living hemorrhoid that looks like Quato growing out of his ass. He should name it Ash. Yes. yes. His, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think the advantage that he has... The, yeah, I have a special yeah. chair. Yeah. I think the advantage that he has is that he's a, he's a, a completionist and a score... You know, like, look, when I wrote about it originally, you could be, like, an achievement whore right, right, and, yeah, like, yeah, a completionist yeah. whore. Like he's both achievement and gamer score. He he's both, and I'm only the gamer score. He also enjoys the shit out of the games the most. Yeah, that's true. I have to admit. Yeah, I have a hard time it. getting 100 percent in some games just because I can't. You know, I just, I'm going to do it in Brotherhood. I just all of my shit is disconnected right now. Yeah, we realized that because we were not we were going to move today, and then we didn't move till Monday. But I had the cable scheduled to move. Mm. That I now have no internet all the way through. Uh, Christmas until Ouch. Monday. Ouch. But you can still get those achievements. And we're not moving the TV because we're going to buy a new uh, one. Oh, good for you. But, you know, which is way more personal than we need to get. But, like but I, have not, I have not been paid by a few uh, gentlemen who owe me, owe me some money for work that I have done. Oh, uh, okay. And I'm, uh, I thought you were talking to, about me and I was like, no, 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 no. Uh, which is holding me from getting a new TV. We'll have to so. send the uh, nerd appropriate bodyguards down yeah. there. Too. Yeah, it's about to. It's about to happen. Good deal. Uh, so what else do we have to review? I think Battle. Well, Scott's right? gonna get into harm's way. Because oh, harm's way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. By yeah. all means, continue. My so apologies. the um, what was I gonna say? The Doritos. Uh, you know, the, every year they do a competition t- for uh, people to design Xbox Live games. Yeah. Um, the fans vote on them and they pick one, and the one that I guess won this year is called Harm's Way. Okay. And same kind of thing. It's a free game. Um, Two hundred achievement points. I actually think this one could probably have more replay value than the Doritos Crash Course game. Really? Yeah, all it is, it's pretty simple. It's just a racing game, um, but it's a team racing game. So mm. uh, the team, one person on the team will drive the vehicle around the course. The other person on the team can station themselves at one of like 10 or 12 preset uh, turrets around the map and fire weapons at the other vehicles on the course. Oh, yeah? Oh, cool. Oh, that's yeah. cool. and it's really simple. So it's like a little bit of tower defense, a little bit of racing. Yeah, because I, I tried both roles, even though, like like I said, same thing, you can't jump into multiplayer because no one's playing, but um, it's it's actually really fun. So if you're playing just as the gunner, you just jump on the turrets, Yeah. and you just fire at the vehicles, and then the driver actually picks up the power-ups for you. He can, he can either power up your turret or power down enemy turrets. Oh, cool. And then I think the turrets can fire at one another, but, like I said, I was only playing by myself. But, um, it's a really fun game, so all in all, you can get eight people in the game. Again, 200 achievement points, and these are actually easier to get than, um, the ones in the Doritos Crash Course. Like, one of the achievements is just, like, look at the credits. Oh, really? You get ten points. Oh, nice. But the game is actually really fun, so... Uh, I'm gonna check them both out. I haven't played either one of them yet, um, but I also have my hard drive's like completely full. Yeah. I fucking missed Woot.com fifty bucks for a two hundred and fifty gig hard drive for Ooh. the Xbox. Fifty fucking dollars. I checked it at nine a.m. and I was like, ah, fuck! Like I stream of curse words out of my mouth at work while I'm looking that at Woot.com. Fifty wait, wait fucking dollars. I was like, I would have bought that so fast. 
Yeah. Oh, man, that killed me. Yeah. But anyways, I'll probably down. I'm backing up some shit on my hard drive because it's so tiny. Yeah. It's time, it's time. How to get Xbox. <laughs> Philk says you guys should call your podcast How to Get Xbox Points. Oh, I think no. I'll start a special corner for that. I don't. I'm fucking, I have like 9,000. I don't have any Xbox Points. How to get achievement points. Derek's pretty good at that whole getting achievement points thing. Alright, so the, the last... Uh, <laughs> the last thing we're going to review, uh, Ash got to play. I, I have to say that, that I did not get Battlefield Bad Company 2. Okay. I'm not really... You know, if we haven't gathered yet, I'm not much of a shooter if it's realistic or you can't jump. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I like Halo. That's pretty much the only shooter yeah. I really play at yeah. nauseum. Um, but I love the idea of this setting. Um, so Battlefield released DLC basically just called Battlefield Bad Company 2, colon, Vietnam. Vietnam, yeah. And I love the Vietnam era setting yeah. um, and would, would probably love to play it. Can, can I ask a question? Sure. Before we get started, yeah. this the Vietnam pack is this just a kind of like a refresh of the original Battlefield Vietnam that was on the PC? No. Okay. No. Okay. So there's a few things that I think are really cool that um, I think players of the game will like. One, you keep your level um, from your Battlefield Bad Company to whatever rank you are that continues into Vietnam, and so as you're getting uh, points basically experience, it's, it's going to pass over into your Battlefield Bad Company 2 experience pool, and you'll continue to level, okay? Um, you start out with everything unlocked. If you have any special stuff, like the M1 Grand or anything from uh, being a veteran, that'll carry over into Vietnam as well. Um, the game is fucking phenomenal. It really? is amazing. If you're a Battlefield fan at all, uh, the Frostbite engine in this is just... It's, it's beautiful. You can actually... Um, they upgraded the Frostbite engine a little bit. I think it's a new version for Vietnam. But the thing about Battlefield Vietnam that I think is just really spectacular is, um, I was talking to Micah about this today, is it's a serious game, but it also, it's, when you play with friends, they made squad play so, so easy, and so, like, you know, you can spawn on your friends no matter where they are. And it, it makes teamwork essential. So for, like, for instance, last night I was I was playing with, Derek and I was playing with Mike, and we were on pretty late. Driving around in a patrol boat, um, you know, strafing the shoreline for a good ten minutes, and we'd park the boat, hop out, repair the boat, hop back in, do a strafing run, get some kills. Everyone shares the points for the kills, so the driver's getting points, the other gunner's getting points, you're getting points for assisting, you get points for spotting enemies, so if you see enemies in the distance, you can hit a button. That has been missing from the console, I think, yeah. Forever, because that you would you would get points for you doing have spotters, that. right? That would go out with you. Well, you would get them. points for doing that on PC yeah. for spotting enemies and yeah. then having your team kill them. Absolutely. So now you know in, in Battlefield Bad Company Two and in Vietnam, um, you can get a ton of points as a scout just from looking through your scope at a distance and tagging every enemy on the field. And then if anybody on your entire team kills that person after you tag them, you get like twenty five points. That is a really big deal. It is. There it was is. no. There, you got no gratification for doing that in previous console games, and it really makes the difference. Yeah, it really as, does. As someone that has played a, a lot, a shit so, ton of that. But do you feel the change in setting? I mean, is it like you're in Vietnam, you oh, can absolutely. tell the difference, like absolutely. it's not like um, any other, you know... Yeah, most of the weapons, if not all of the weapons, um, have iron sights, so you're going to be looking down, you know, really? very old-feeling, older-feeling guns. 
Um, I mean, like, landscape, totally lush. Oh, there's a, there's a crazy map. I can't remember the name of the map. It was bad with map names. But it's a gigantic uh, field that's been napalm to holy hell. Really? So everything is just smoldering and on fire. Wow. And uh, there's a fire base at the very top of this hill, and there's basically, like, eight football fields wide on fire. And the VC are coming over this napalm field to try and take this wow. base. And it's wow. such a, it's an extraordinary. Wait, so I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Like I, I'm seriously probably gonna go get Battlefield, you know, this yeah. weekend or, or soon. Yeah, and, 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 and it's available. Well, you don't have a big hard drive. It's available for download now for twenty bucks. A Sorry, I was, I was in the chat room. Is there a single player campaign in the Vietnam? No, there's not. Oh, okay. So it's, it's all multiplayer. Just, still multiplayer. It's, it's all multiplayer okay. maps. Um, some stuff about it. There's the Battlefield always does this thing where you have to get. Um, they unlock new maps for the more you do as a community. Mm-hmm. So, like, right now it's something like if you rev- if 20 million people are revived, meaning medics bringing you back to life, then a new map will open up. So everyone oh, really? has to keep working together and basically working as a team to, um, you know, to, to get that score. But how, mu- how much is the DLC? The DLC is, I believe, $15. Um, I don't know how many... MS how many points Microsoft are. points? Is that's that? 1,200 Microsoft yes, points. Yes, it was 1,200 Microsoft points. Yeah, that's a decent amount on top of a $60 game. I mean, that's not... It is. It's, yeah. it's, it's not cheap, but it, it's it's well worth it. Um, the vehicles have their own soundtracks, just like the old really? Battlefield. So you can go so in... So you do, get, like, old school... You can do Flight of the Valkyries and a Huey. Uh, you can do some Credence inside of a tank. Oh, yeah, you gotta have Credence. Um, and and uh, all the kits... Uh, you can have flamethrowers, so you could be like a scout with a fucking flame tank wow. on your back. And the flamethrower is ridiculous. Like last night, we were driving around not to just tell video game stories. No, we were like driving that. around in the equivalent of like a VC golf cart. Like it must have been like a fifteen horsepower golf cart that mm-hmm. went like five miles per hour. And so it was Micah, I think, driving it. No, no, Derek was driving it. I was in the passenger seat, and Micah was in the back seat with the flamethrower. And he was hanging his feet off the back of, back of the golf cart, flamethrowering stuff. <laughs> and we're going at like five miles per hour <laughs> in this like slow motion golf cart with a flamethrower attached. But it, it the the thing that I love about this game that I doesn't that uh, Codblocks doesn't do for me is that you can really accomplish things like okay, we need to hold this point. Yeah. And we you know we rolled up in a jeep. Somebody sat in the back of the Jeep with a fifty cal, and then we spread out, and we held a point for 10 minutes. But, I mean, I think that's where Battlefield has always excelled. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because I played Battlefield 2 yeah, on yeah. a computer, however many I gave it to you, yeah. like, years and years ago. And, like, that is always where it's excelled. Like, it's always been good at handling squads and being a team. And it's not this, you know, like, Cobbops, which is essentially, to me, no different from any other multiplayer. You're just running around hoping you don't get shot, and that you shoot people so you can get some yeah. points. You know I mean? Yeah, like... Yeah. Can you still spawn on your squad? Like, yes, you just, can. Is it? Do they have they implemented the squad leader into the console version yet, or is it still just like if anyone on your squad is alive? Uh, if anyone on your squad is alive, there's no like squad leader. I think that was because uh, one twenty one forty two. They did that. Was I thought Battlefield Battlefield two on PC had that as well? Oh, uh, probably because like, you could start a squad and then the squad leader would spawn the team. So basically, you had to keep your squad leader alive. Like, he okay. was, like, in the in the back, and then you would send everyone else forward. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I thought that was... I thought... I'm glad that they put this on console, because those kinds of tactics... He's saying Battlefield 2 could spawn the team. Oh, really? Yeah. He knows. Oh, he would know. If, he knows, if anyone in this room knows... He knows all Battlefield things. He's, like, a, a 7 2142 had the spawn beacons. That's right. Speaking of spawn beacons, chat roulette. 
Um, yeah, I'm glad that they're no, embracing more of those really mechanics. No, it's really good. The, in, the, the one qualm I have is that it, it doesn't have as much variety. Um, there's not as many weapons, obviously, as Battlefield Bad Company 2, you know, straight version. Um, there's, there's less variety just because, um, you know, it is DLC. Right, mm-hmm. so you're not going to get as many of the guns. You're not going to get as many. But I think of the if, the, if they convey the setting well enough, and it makes you feel like you're, you know, playing in Vietnam, and they're still, it's still battlefield, so you're still getting the awesome squad. You're still getting like, you know, that great feeling of playing together, and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, man, I, it, honestly, like this made me excited when I was reading about the DLC. I was like, God, I got to go get Battlefield now because I didn't get it when it was out because I just kind of was like, eh, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. but. Now I, I feel like I just yeah, the first it. time I got in the chopper, which was late last night, because there's not a lot. Did of you yell there. get in the chopper? Uh, of course. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, I speak with retarded accent the entire time that I play this game. Get to the chopper! Screaming obscenities. <laughs> um, but you know, Flight of the Valkyries is playing, and we're hanging out of a Huey, and like you, you're flying over this like giant napalm landscape, and I was just like, this is just awesome. Like, it's yeah. just an awesome, awesome vibe. Yeah. Um, and for DLC, I mean, DLC is getting better and better and better. So it really is. If you if you like first-person shooters at all, and if you like the Battlefield franchise at all, there's no reason to not pick it up. You can get the game pretty cheap now. Like, on right. Half.com, I think I've seen Battlefield Bad Company 2 going for, like, 25 you know, yeah, and 20 bucks, it's, somewhere it's, in that uh, range. You can download it to your You can too. download it for $20. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I... You know that's where it's at, and, and a game like that I feel like has more life because because of this kind of quality of DLC that comes out. It's not just like here's three new maps. It's basically yeah, yeah. the same thing you're doing before. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. It, it's unique and it's and it's cool. And they're working right now on Battlefield Three. Um, not even Battlefield Bad Company Three. Just oh, it's just going to be Battlefield, Battlefield 3. Three. So mm-hmm. who knows what it's going to be? Wonder what the single player will be then, or if there will be a single player. Yeah, they might drop it. They might. They might. All right, well, um, when we come back, we have... I, I didn't know what to call this segment, because we're so small and tiny, we don't get preview things. Um, and through Can the we magic, just pretend that you did get it? Through the magic website? of the internet, uh, I got a preview Chrome OS laptop from Google uh, mailed to my house. So we're going to talk about that, we're going to review it. I've got it here. Uh, the camera is pretty dark, and it is matte black, so I don't know if anybody's going to be able to actually see it, but... Yeah. We'll open it up, we'll show it, we'll talk about it, I'll kind of run you guys through my feelings on it, how it works, and uh, and yeah, so we're going to talk about the Chrome OS laptop coming up next. Alright. wrote in the show notes as preview talk about open thread um <laughs> i'm gonna break ash's story i literally did not get this laptop because of the website I, w- I would love to say that i posted on google site that i uh you know got the lap- laptop because of that but um 
a while ago, we talked about it, actually. Google made a ton of announcements about two weeks ago. They, they announced a new phone, a new laptop, or, you know, a tablet OS, a new Android. Like, they announced, like, just, you know, bookstore. Mm-hmm. There's just a ton of shit, like, immediately. Uh, one of the things they announced was this Chrome OS that they're doing, which is an operating system based on their browser, Chrome, uh, which I've been using exclusively for probably about two years now, or a year and a half, I think. Or no, longer than a year and a half, probably closer to two years. And um, they posted a website you could go to, which I think is still up, called, it was google.com slash Chrome OS. Um, can you check it and post it in the chat room? If it's there? And uh, basically you could apply to get this laptop that they were sending out to beta testers everywhere. And they weren't doing a ton of them. They haven't released physical, like, actual numbers. You want me to have... post the... In the chat right now. No, I mean the... Check this, see if that's the right link. Google Chrome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Google.com slash Chrome OS. Yeah, that's it. Um, they haven't said how many they're sending out, uh, so I don't really know. But they sent out some number of laptops to people. What's freaky is this. I applied uh, a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, and I got home one day. And I walk up to my door, and then there's a box sitting at the door. And Melissa has a tendency to shop online, my wife, so I just figured, Melissa, what the fuck, you know, what'd she get? And pick it up, and have my name on it. And it's, it's a sizable box, and I was like, what is this? Like, mm-hmm. walk inside, I open it up. The box just has this weird illustration of a mouse building a rocket on the outside <laughs> of it, once you open it, like the inside box. Yeah. And I was like, and then I opened it again, and then I look inside, and all I see is a piece of paper that says, Welcome to your new Chrome OS laptop. And then I did, like, a happy jig across the living room, and then back to it. Oh, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, it's one thing, like, if you get... I get very excited when I get, like, a free magazine in the mail. And, like, getting, like, something that's, like, $1,000 plus in the mail. We'll get to that. Uh, But, yes, so free laptop. Um... So I get it out, I open it up, uh, and I'm going to hold it up for the people that are here. I don't, like I said, I don't know if you can... Let me pull up the camera so I can <laughs> see what you can see. <laughs> it's already time to get rid of it. <laughs> According to DTM. So this is it. Uh, can it you is, just go... Can you go... Da, 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 <laughs> when you pick it up? I mean, it's matte black. It's kind of rubberized. Um, you guys felt it. It feels kind of weird. It's not... It's not as light as you might think it would be. It's about four pounds. Um, but yeah, pretty... Somebody said it looks like a... Uh, uh, like as if I was like a government spy and this was my government-issued laptop. Because there is... I love how... There's absolutely here. no markings no, on it whatsoever. Uh, it's just black. Yeah. Just a black laptop. Now, it died. You guys can vouch for this. This was dead when I brought it here. Yeah, okay. Uh, there was no power to it whatsoever. I had just been charging it while we've been talking. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and open it. And we're going to see how long it takes to boot. Real quick. I'm going to see if I can get it on the camera. You guys all watching? Ready? All right. Do I need to hit power? Nope. So we got splash screen and... Nope. It's actually dragging. I'm in. Wow. It's about 15 seconds. seconds. How big is the laptop is up? Uh, this is a little 14-inch laptop, I think. Yeah. Uh, is that yours? Like, is yours 14? Uh, mine's 14, yeah. It's about a little smaller than yours. Maybe 13-inch. Like a 13-inch. Like a MacBook. It honestly feels a lot like a MacBook. Uh, the old ones, the black ones. Um, so when you get it, you set up your account, you hop on wireless, and... Are these presumably 
Google account profiles? It's Google account. Yeah, you have to have a Google account, obviously. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and sign in. Um, you jump on, and this is what you get. Oh, that's a shitty. You're not going to be able to see anything on that. Got it. You can't see it. Yeah, uh, if you've opened up Chrome, I mean, you really don't need, there's nothing special about it. If you've opened up Chrome, yeah, uh, that's what it is. It, it looks like, it looks like Chrome. Um, so I signed in, I'll talk about the positives first, so I'll just get into that. Signed in, got into my account, um, immediately everything that I had already set up on my Chrome browser, bookmarks, uh, applications, because there's a new app store you can go to now and download applications, or, you know, quote-unquote download applications, uh, my Gmail, my calendar, my Google Docs, I, moment I signed in, all of it just showed up in my browser. I didn't have to do anything. I didn't touch anything. I didn't say, like, please sync this with... It just immediately was like, oh, you have a Chrome account. It's under this Gmail. Mm-hmm. Here's everything that you have set up on it. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Which is pretty awesome. Um, and I do have to admit that I am a total Google file. Like, I use... I have an Android phone. Um, I use all of Google's apps. I use all of, you know, Gmail and all that kind of stuff. The calendar. We do all of our document sharing through... Google Apps, like I, I set up Google Apps when we started up Nerd Appropriate and, you know, had to, Ash was your first experience with them, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's the good stuff. Uh, it works phenomenally well. The laptop is gorgeous. It's fast. Yeah. It's extremely fast. Like, I mean, extremely fast. Everything you're doing on it is quick. You never feel like there's lag at all. Um, where it's lacking right now, is that, so when you're looking at this right here, uh, and I'm going to put up screenshots, and I've got some video that I've taken at home that I'm yeah. going to get up on the site. Yeah. It, you've got your app kind of bookmarks here, you know, and I've got uh, a game, a couple games, Entanglement and Pop It. I've got Gmail. I've got a, a comic book app called Graphically. The New York Times app, which is by far the best app that Chrome has. It's a gorgeous newspaper app. See, um, look, real quick, you can't, you can't close Chrome. Like, that's it. Right. right, we're getting there. Uh, NPR, um, the Amazon Window Shopper, you know, uh, Clicker.tv, which is a phenomenal app. If you guys haven't seen it and you want to not watch TV and you want to see, like, anything, Clicker.tv is like a TV guide for the computer. Yeah. And you can type in any show name anywhere, and it'll bring up everywhere that it's available, and, like, if you can watch it instantly and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Google Docs, uh, a chart thing, Google Maps, YouTube, a note taker, you know, these are all... The app side, Google Talk, which works really well inside of the browser. So all that's awesome. What sucks and what's weird is it's very, I would say, almost suffocating. Because it is just Chrome. (laughs) Like, there is no... Here, Ash, you can see. there, There is no desktop. Yeah. There's no anything. It's just Chrome. Like... Yeah. You can't do anything other than so be in more, the browser. It's more like an iPad than it is like an actual laptop. It is. Um, and I had an iPad for for. We used to months. use one. Yeah, we show, used yeah. it for the show for a little bit. Yeah. Um, it doesn't feel the same as the iPad. I don't know if it's because it's a laptop. Honestly, mm-hmm. I don't know if you put the iPad OS on a laptop if it would feel the same as this. Yeah. This feels... It feels... And, and I'm also probably biased to Google a little more than Apple. Mm-hmm. It feels a little bit more of something to me. 
more substantial. Yeah, I guess. But also, I mean, I'm also understanding that this app marketplace that exists right now... I feel do whatever. Touch, I'm not on. You is it touch kind of multi-touch? Yeah, it does. Um, this, right now, is a really infantile app market. Like, it's been, literally hasn't been around. Yeah. yeah, I mean, honestly, this is OS is not considered being. And around. right now, this app market has pretty much no association with the Android. None, right? And what we saw when Google previewed Google TV was that their goal is to start making this kind of mixed uh, app marketplace of Android phones, Google TV, and Chrome OS and Chrome. And they wanted you to be able to hop on here, go into the marketplace get an app, and then send it to both Chrome OS and your Android phone. And then the next time you power up your phone, it would just be on, it'd be on your phone ready to go already. There's no... You gotta get oh, I know. I'm just looking... There, there is some offline availability. Um, like Gmail, Google... All the Google stuff is all available offline. Okay. Um, one of the other crazy things is that this got... This is presumably mine. I've seen nothing that says mm-hmm. I'm ever sending this back to Google. Mm-hmm. They also gave me two years of Verizon... Um, there is a 3G card in here, oh, and I've two years of Verizon with 100 megabytes a month of data, which pretty much means I can get on and check my email and stuff like that. So but then they did some discount plans too, so I can get on wire. I can get on the Verizon network anywhere. Wait, so say that again. They gave you two years of 3G access with Verizon for 100 megs a month. 100 megs a month. Yeah. Um, and then they do like special deals where you can buy like unlimited passes for a day or two or whatever. And it's like 10 bucks or something like That's that. Cool. Um, so there, there are some, uh, kind of hackery things. It is, so what it is for, for the computer people out there, what this is actually running is Debian, which is a Linux environment, Mm -hmm. and it's running this Chrome OS on top of Debian. Um, there is a, um, shell, so if I hit Control-Alt-T, it pulls up a shell program, which if you've ever used Linux, you'll know what this is almost immediately. Um, which is useful because it allows me to do some web dev stuff that I otherwise can't do uh, inside of Chrome OS right now. And then there's like some hotkeys where you can switch back and forth Windows. It's not you're not restricted to this one window. Like if you wanted to open up um, like a uh, private tab or whatever, you can hit Control Shift T. It opens up your private tab, and then like you've got you know your different windows are all there. You know, I mean it's. It's weird, because it, it is a full-featured OS, but it's not, because it's just a browser. Yeah. So, like, you can't install anything on it yet, really, but you can do anything yeah. that you could do online, anything. Flash, all that stuff's included on here. So that's maybe where it beats iPad right now, is that it's got Flash, but it doesn't have the developer market that the iPad has behind it. I mean, the thing you can argue, though, is that it, we're getting to the point where, you know, you can do almost... Anything that you can do offline, you can do online. Like, edit photos and... Yeah, they have yeah. a phenomenal photo editor on here called... Well, there's two. There's one called Picnic, and there's another one called the Aviary. And the Aviary is like Photoshop, essentially. Yeah. It's I mean, insane. It's, it's ridiculous. It's like almost... Like we don't even really need... You know? I, you know, what it made me realize after using it... Because I really did what Google like emails you, and they say, like, Hey, you know, you got the laptop. Cool. Thanks. Do your best to use this as your only machine. We really want actual feedback on how you feel about this laptop and what you yeah. feel like about it. Um, and it really did make me realize how little I do not online. Like, I do very little... The two things... The one thing that misses very heavily for me right now is there aren't any super solid code editing apps yeah. built into the browser. 
So I can't really do my web dev on the web, as weird as that sounds. Yeah. Um, there is a video editing app. I haven't tried it. There's an audio editing one, too. I, supposedly you can record into it, which, like, brain cells pop when I hear that. I don't even understand how it's they crazy. pull that off. But yeah, where do you even... Is the video all in the cloud? I, because I don't know, man. Do you know how much... Know. Is there any... There's got to be some kind of storage in the computer? There, okay, so there's, there's a solid-state drive. I want to say it's... 128 gig or something like that, 120 gig. I don't remember the exact spec. There's a solid state drive in here. It's dead silent. You have no idea when it's on or off. Someone is someone is already selling their Chrome laptop on eBay for $450. Okay, so that's what I want to get to. Price. Yeah. How much is it going to be? Okay, well, I mean, no one knows. We'll see. The, but this... This is just demo hardware. This though. is just demo hardware, but honestly, I don't think anyone would be disappointed with this as mm-hmm. their actual laptop. I don't know who made this. Like, right. We don't know who actually produced it. At least I've never but, heard. Like, yeah. It's not so much about the hardware is, as it is about you just getting used to this new experience, right? I mean... Yeah, um, that, and that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get... And I, and I can tell you, I mean, I'll be dead honest, I know how I got this. is because I put, I'm a web developer that works in the education field. Mm-hmm. And they were like... Those are like the two bells you can send off to Google, and it's like, send that person whatever he's asking for right now. Like, yeah. I don't know why, it's just, yeah. they love web developers, well, and they if love if you have education. a voice, you have a voice, and you can get, like, these are great, we want 500 for Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, so. I, I think that's this. That's one place that this thing, that's one place where this thing would run, <laughs> fuck you, Pilks. <laughs> uh, that's one thing that this, that this would do really well. I, I could see if I owned a small business and I had 10 employees, like, I could totally buy 10 of these and give them out to my employees and let them use them. Um, let them use them. So, it, it's, it's weird. Pricing-wise, I, I don't know that you could, it's a netbook, honestly, and barely a netbook. Yeah. It's, a, it's a browser. Right? I mean... It is, but it's not. Like, it is, but it's not. Because uh, you don't use your browser like you'll use this. Yeah. Because you have options. Mm -hmm. But the moment those options are taken away, you find out that you really can do most of what, you know, you want to do on this. Right. So, I don't know. It's pretty slick, man. I think it looks awesome. If it was, like, 400 bucks, I'd probably buy one. Yeah. I think that's the price point they're going to have to hit. They're going to have to be able to reproduce this hardware at three to $400 for it to really be worth it. And they're also going to have to get, which they will. I mean, the bonus to this is that the apps aren't really, they're not apps like you would think in a traditional sense where, like, you got to go get somebody who knows, you know, Objective-C to write an app for Apple. Like, that's not what this is. This is just HTML5. It's just a web app. Like, anyone that does any kind of web development can do this. You know, it's not really, like, it's that far out there. This is pretty attainable coding. Yeah. So, like, these apps could be could be created. And I think that'll <laughs> happen, you know. It's good stuff. But I'm going to show you guys the... Oh, I'm not online. Fuck. Uh-oh. Yeah, you're going to have to enter the secret code later. But yeah, I mean, pretty slick. I'm going to kind of try and do some ongoing stuff. Uh, Yes, Derek's saying, would I use... Do you think it'd be better used in a tablet? Oh, no. Actually, I don't. Um, But I also don't really like tablet form. I'll be honest. I I had the iPad for four months or five months, and it sat the majority of the time just sat on my couch. Well, I mean, the tablet, the tablet is more of like a consumption, consumption device, right? and this can still be a creation device. Well, it is. I mean, I do create on it. Right, yeah. So, like, you can do stuff on this. The iPad feels very one way, and this does not. So let me ask you a question. What do you miss? Is there anything that you miss while you're, like, trying to use this, and you're like, oh, I wish I could... Oh, forget it. Well, like I said, my number one's code editing. I mean, I can't. You so just literally can't code edit. 
Okay. And there's this 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 web app called Code Engine or Code Engine or something, uh-huh. and it's okay, but it's not. What about fantastic. like music? If you're like, oh, let me hit up my Zoom Mom. library, you know. Well, I mean, let's back up the truck on that one. The problem yeah. with that is that Zoom's website blows so hard that you can barely do anything on it let alone go on there and stream and have a great old time. But I'm saying, like, you have no library because of... But I have GrooveShark. I have Mog. I have... But, I mean, so you can stream the music. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't have... You've never used GrooveShark? No. GrooveShark's like Pandora. Okay. But it's a library of music that you can go on and and grab. I hate iTunes DTM, so that's not a good question for me. I don't use iTunes. I don't use it for anything. But you can't install... You can't even use that on this anyways, right? No, of course. You can't install... You can't install traditional software on this. It is entirely web app based. So I, like... The question of what I miss... Web apps have grown so much, I don't think I missed that much. But I really feel like... I mean, the porn's phenomenal, Pilks. Like, it's... It's highest quality porn you could get online. Nice. Nice. 3G porn. But, um, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's weird. It's definitely different. It's some new territory. It's cool yeah. to play with. It's fun to check out. Has it replaced my MacBook? No. It can't. Yeah. Unfortunately, like, what we're doing right now, which is, like, recording this podcast straight into the MacBook. Yeah. I don't think can happen so flawlessly on this yet. Yeah. But essentially everything is in beta on this. I mean, all of the web apps that are like super serious web apps are all yeah. in beta. The laptop's a beta piece of hardware. I mean, like none of it is solid enough to do yet. So yeah, it's awesome. I mean, I almost prefer it to the iPad. Just just looking at it, I wouldn't put it in the same category as a laptop because you can't. It's not. Like, you, well, can't, I mean, it's, you can't multitask. It's not a laptop and it's, it's not. not an iPad. Yeah. It's kind of like. Here's another thing yeah. to do kind of some stuff. A mystery item. And kind of other things, too. It's, it's really going to boil down to the price point. It's like you have to, you, you pretty much have to compete with the price point of a netbook. And an iPad. And a, Well, yeah, but I mean, the iPad is so I mean, unfortunately, that's what... The, oh, this to consumers. To consumers, yes. To a consumer, okay. this is going to come out, everybody's going to compare it to an iPad. Sure. Really. Okay, that's true. Because it's just, that's what became the marker, mm-hmm. you know? And the iPad looks slick, and I think that's the thing about this, is that if this is what comes out, if you throw a Google, you know, icon in the middle I of kinda this... I kind of like it with no markings. I like it not... Well, yeah, but I'm saying, like, they're going to advertise It's kind of like an obelisk at this point. Ooh. Yeah? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I'm going to keep using it. I'm going to see how much I can actually replace my, my regular computing with it. Um, they do some cool shit where, like, uh, you can print from the cloud with this, like... There's actually printers you can buy now that have Google Cloud printing built into them. Interesting. And then you can also, if you have a printer hooked up to a Windows machine, you can set up this like idea of Google Cloud printing, and I can be on anything and hit print, and then it'll send it to that printer based on my my it being on my Gmail account. Mm-hmm. I mean the, the the idea of what they're doing, what uh, the idea of what they're doing is um, is all this you know fucking cloud shit or whatever you want to call it. But when it happens, and when you see it happen without expecting it, it's kind of mind-blowing. Like, when I sign onto a laptop for the first time ever, which, by the way, the entire process took me 30 seconds. Like, it's crazy. It booted up, I signed into my Gmail account, and I was on. Yeah. And then the, the minute I was on, everything I had ever used in Google, immediately up. Like, everything's just there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That kind of shit is kind of mind-blowing to me. So when, when we talk about it on a larger scale, mm-hmm. and this stuff starts actually propagating more, and there's more available apps, and 
I don't know, man. It's weird right now. Yes, would, you, would if this was for sale right now for five hundred bucks, would I say go buy it? No, it's not five hundred dollars. It's like two hundred dollars, I think, because there's just not yeah. enough shit for it yet. Yeah, but the more shit that comes out for it, I don't know, man. It's it's weird. Would you like to? I'd buy this over an iPad. I did not like the iPad. Oh, okay. But... Well, I was going to say, would you like to revisit this in another week and then see, like, kind of get actually, an update? I would say like in a month. Oh, okay. I need to give yeah, it, like, some well, solid no, time, definitely. so we'll, we'll talk about it again. We'll talk about it again. I would like to revisit... happy fuckers yeah. anyway, so you probably all see it. I would like to revisit this again in the future and just kind of, yeah. like... Yeah. I want to come back to it. I want to see what people start building for it, because that's the key, yeah. is what people build. I mean, the iPad would be fucking stupid if none of the developers... If were there was no app store, for it. right. Yeah. Or a shitty yeah. app store, I guess I should yeah. say. It'd be the it'd be the Palm Pre. Cool. Crazy. I think Ash zoned out for 90% of that conversation. No, I, I, I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. I it's just, just cool that we, we have something that all of people have. You also have to realize my laptop is from, like, 1975. Yeah, oh, it's not it, in here. It's not even in here. It, like, it's in the corner in the room over there, and if you move it, it turns off. <laughs> it, it has to be a this completely one, stationary object. This one, the battery is, like, over a year old. It's, like, almost two years old now. And yeah. if I unplug it, I get about 30 minutes of usage out of it. Yeah, it's like, oh, old laptop. Laptops are brutal, so that you know, and that's I'm, one bonus to this. It definitely is very low power, and but that's the solid state drive. That's you know, it's a low power device. Like it's yeah. not meant to be running heavy power on it. So mm-hmm. we will see. So should you run out? If it should everyone enter? Sure, fucking go to Chrome OS, go to Google slash Chrome yeah. OS, and try to get one. Because well, no say you're a web to. developer and it works for a college. Yeah, know, everyone whatever. say you're a web developer that works for a college and you work. They for may a... have also looked at the fact that I have like 40 Google accounts and that I've like uh, developed things for Google before. I yes, they probably What's in the panel? stalked you. Battery. That's it. Cheetos, extra food, Doritos, no, like, Doritos crash course inside there. What? Yeah. Can you replace the battery? Yeah, it's right here. Wow. But, like, where do you buy the part to replace it? Oh, I don't fucking you know. know. No one I mean? makes this thing it's right like, now. like, you can take the battery out, but then it looks... But, I mean, this ba- I mean, I should be good for at least two years. Oh, but the battery... At that point, The battery is the bottom panel. Yeah. yeah that's that's what I was saying, the battery. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Nothing else you can get to, no RAM or anything no, like that? No, nothing. They have the specs online. Derek asked for them. I'm going to post them. So, you know, different. We'll, we'll uh, I'll keep messing with it, and we'll talk about it later. Check back in. Cool. So what, um, before we, lo- I think that, that was our last item. For yeah, the that's the last item. Before we log out, what stuff do we have in the works for everybody? For Because this is probably mm. going to be our last one of the... Yeah, the better thing. Uh-oh. Name three things you asked for for Christmas. Oh. Three things I, I didn't ask for anything. <laughs> I'll be fucking perfectly honest. I, I got a list for- from you. She made that list. Uh, I didn't ask for anything this year. I didn't. <laughs> Hello <laughs> Scientist wants to know if there's an embarrassing story. This week. Oh, is there an embarrassing story this week? Uh, I'll think of one while these guys are talking, because I'm sure something terrible happened to me. Did you ask for anything for Christmas? I didn't ask for anything, but I, I know what I would eventually like to get my hands on are Epic Mickey, um, the Star Wars Dark Empire hardcover trade trilogy, mm-hmm. the book, and uh, I guess... Mm, maybe... I guess at this point, maybe Battlefield Vietnam. Yeah. But I, 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 and I do want to see that new Family Guy Star Wars. I just, I'm not sure how I want to acquire it. How yeah. much I want to actually pay for it, but yeah. Yeah. What about you? What'd you ask for? <sighs> Fuck. I don't know. I just want to be settled in a house. Is that something I can say? Yeah. I want, I, we need a new TV. I mean, honestly, it's like the major thing. There's little tiny things that, like, Melissa and I are getting each other, but 
Nothing major. Yeah. The, the, the biggest thing is we're, we are purchasing a new TV in the next week or two. Good. Awesome. Do you have any picks? Any brands? Um, I am actually not against the plasmas. Really? Yeah. Um, I think you should do a poll on the site. They've lowered, the they've lowered their power. They don't run as high-powered anymore. They refresh incredibly fast, and their blacks are a lot blacker than LCDs, and there's not really any way around that. Don't be a racist, first of all. I just said I like black better. Exactly. What is it? <laughs> Did you just make yourself a worse racist? <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore. Oh, man. So, but, no, I see, I don't know. I, I've always heard for gaming, don't go plasma, but times have changed since the olden but days. But that's because they used to say they would burn in. Yeah, yeah. now people are just saying don't go 3D. You know, that's... Which the burn-in on plasmas doesn't, doesn't happen anymore. Doesn't happen anymore. Not like it. Not like eight years ago when that was your only choice. And yeah, but the one time your goofy ass wife is watching like some or playing something and falls asleep on the couch and leaves it on for twelve hours, you're gonna first of all murder. My her. wife's the only one that listens to this podcast, so you might get in trouble. Um, in, in she, a knows, week. She, she knows. She's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that. Like, there you go. See, so. I don't think LCDs that really have the technology beat. I think, honestly, the only technology worth anything right now is LED, and it's fucking pricey. So. Is it? Does yeah, it? I mean, it, it bumps your price up $500 immediately. Oh, really? Yeah. Plus, I have a desire for at least a 50-inch screen, right? I mean, so... Clearly. You're going for a 50-inch? <laughs> Clearly. I think it's the only way I can go. You want to enter into that sort of, like, Fahrenheit kind of situation? Yeah, I want the like, wall screen. Where you're That's talking, just like interacting with your television all the yeah. time? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I, I've looked at a few. Um, a big there's a couple LEDs. The thing is, right now, um, everybody's doing just ridiculous package deals where I can get like a PS3 and a Sony TV and you know something else for like fifteen hundred bucks or something. So we'll see. I don't know. It's going to kind of be like who has the deal when I have the cash when I decide to go get it. Yeah, yeah. I might get a Google TV. So my my coworker won one. For free, the, the same way he won it the week before I got the Chrome OS laptop. Retarded. He did the same thing I did. He entered a thing and said he was a web developer for oh, an educational institution, and they sent him a they sent him a Google TV. Jeez. But it's the Logitech one, the Logitech Review? Google TV thing. Whatever. I don't think I've ever won. Anything. But he doesn't yeah. want it at all. So I might buy that from him. That's cool. I don't know. We'll see. Interesting. Then I'll just have Google. Then Google will just yeah. be watching me twenty four hours a day on my phone, on my laptop, on then my TV. Then you can TV. put googly eyes on your Google oh, stuff. So retarded. Um, alright. No embarrassing stories? I don't think I have any this week. I, this week's been pretty brutally horrible, so I don't have anything embarrassing, unfortunately. Alrighty. There, there, there was the, I, I tweeted it, but I don't think I said it on the podcast, the, the one-armed gas station attendant that, like, <laughs> did, you, did, I ever, did I tell you guys this story? Alright, so this is a really quick story. So, it's been, I went to, like, a 12-hour, a 12-hour work day. And I get out, and I I go inside uh, the 7-Eleven to get, uh, like, beef jerky and an energy drink, which is the only thing that fuels my soul. Right. So, I go to pay, and I notice that the gas station attendant only has one arm, okay? And her other arm is probably, I want to say, about seven, seven inches long, and it's of the stump variety. So, she has a, you know, she's an amputee. Okay. And... Probably from a war or something like that. She was, you know, fighting and something. Else. Sounds like you're so, just making this up. Something terrible. No, well, she, she definitely was an amputee. So, 
Uh, my debit card is really old, and the strip is totally fucked up. <laughs> Loco does not count as an energy drink. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so my, my strip on my card is really, really old, and um, she runs it a few times, and it won't it won't scan. So she runs it three or four more times, it still won't scan. So she takes my card in her one hand, and then folds her stump to, like, create this, like, like foldy stump type thing. And then kind of like wipes wipes uh. my card in her stump. And then it scans my card Interesting. and it works perfectly fine. So she is magical. And it was a very odd moment in my life. That that's, I, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So now my um my card is a little super fine. <laughs> Yeah, I I think that's a good way to just let it just let it we'll just, just let, let it go, hang. just let it fade out, just let right. it hang. and we'll see you guys uh, next week for episode ten. Mm-hmm. Got some fun stuff in the works, site redesign, some interviews. Pilks in needs to know if your card smells strange now. Before we go, it smells um it smells a little buttery. <laughs> oh, oh, smells yeah. a little buttery. <laughs> buttery. Yeah. God. Oh my god. Buttery stumps. Alright. They're probably already hearing techno music at this point. I've yeah. probably already faded it out. Alright. Well, thanks for watching. Yeah, thanks, guys. You can all come lick my Google laptop if you want later because I'm awesome, as Pilks told Woo! me. And, uh, I guess I'm going to play Battlefield next week. Sweet. Do it. Awesome. If I have a TV, I'll play with you. Sounds good. If I don't, I'll play with you. It's cool, cool stuff. But that's in a different way. I'm excited. I know you are. We'll be BFing all the time. <laughs> <laughs>